Welcome to episode 18, the 18? last episode in week seven. Are we getting close to 20? Yeah, we are getting close Ooh. to 20 when we're doing three a week. That's true. We yeah, get a lot of episodes in. Yeah. I'm your host, Tamara, and this is my co-host. Tony James, the Fantasy Say. You are listening, as I'm sure you know, to Fantasy Binge. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and did I say tune in already? Nope. Tune in. All right. Now you did. All right. <laughs> so there, I want to say there's a lot going on in, in today as far as... No, there's. I, I'm not going to say that because I don't know. You know why? Because I didn't do any show prep. <laughs> I got up, tick, took the kid to football, came back, and now we're doing a show. Yeah. I didn't get any show prep in this week. Well, well, well for today's game, yeah. or today's episode. Let's start with a Thursday night recap. I'm not going to run off any numbers or anything. It was pretty true to form. We saw what we expected to see out of both of the teams. True to form? It was boring for the first... It was fine. The Redskins yeah. did what the Redskins have been doing all season. They can't put up enough points to, to beat anybody. <laughs> Unfortunately, Keenum went out halfway through the game, and they brought in the because he was suflexed on his head. Undeniable <laughs> talent that is Dwayne Haskins. Listen, I feel He's bad for him. He looked like a so he looked bad. like a college quarterback. He's so that bad. they called off his bench and said, "Hey, do you want your shot at the pros?" And he said, "Yes." And then when he got there, he realized, "No, I don't want my it's shot like at the pros." He didn't realize how big and fast everybody was. Well, that's what they always say all but on the like, shows. Cuz even oh, when he the had, game is faster, blah 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 blah. Even when he had an open target, he just overthrew like he just yeah, he, he couldn't do anything right. Balls. It was it was rough to watch. Um no Adam Thielen in this game. Stefan Diggs went off, went for over 130 yards, I believe, receiving. Uh, Dalvin Cook ran all over the field, all yeah. over the place. Now, I mentioned Alexander Madison, that he was going to have some fantasy stock in this game. And he would have if it weren't for number 65 holding every single time this fool broke a 10-yard run. Foul on the play, holding <laughs> 65. And everyone just looks at him, and he just looks like he doesn't know that he's not supposed to hold people. He still had seven hold- fantasy points. He still went for over <laughs> 70 yards total Yeah, total thanks yards. to the last uh, large he rush could, he had towards the end yeah. of the game where there wasn't a holding penalty He could have easily rushed for over 100 yards on Thursday night, and he got jacked for at least 40. At least 40. So I wasn't wrong. I can't well, predict. I can't predict penalties. But if you're not right, then aren't you wrong? That's circumstantially wrong. Okay. <laughs> circumstantially wrong. Okay. He actually, <laughs> did. circumstantially wrong. I'm gonna have to start incorporating that into my excuses. Well, I, I wasn't. I was circumstantially wrong. Right. If it wasn't for the fact that these things kept me from being right. right. Like, I was actually right, but these things happened, which turned my right into a wrong, which, you know. All right, so uh, anything else you noticed from <coughs> this week or Thursday night's game? Yeah, it was pretty typical. Uh, I mean, they, they executed their game plan, what they always do against bad teams. They run the ball like crazy. I think they, if, if Thielen had been in the game, we might have seen a little bit more passing. Even Rudolph got involved, as I expected with Thielen being out of the game. He got a few passes. So it was just... 
you know, it was fine. It was it was a decent game. Um, they didn't cover the spread. A lot of people were mad at that because they only won by 10. I believe the spread was 14 by the time the lines closed. So, you know, so much for all the revenge stories. Yeah, lines. I can tell by all the enthusiasm you have talking about this. It just game. wasn't a, It wasn't super exciting. And it was anytime anybody's playing the Redskins or the Dolphins, you kind of know what you expect from those teams. And we just saw what we expected. Yeah, that's true. So... All right, so that's Thursday's game. Uh, any news around the water cooler that you want to talk about? Can, uh, are, are we going to talk about the Drew Brees? Obviously, at right? the top of the news. Okay, so can I just preface this by saying I spent a lot of waiver capital on Teddy Bridgewater because this I week? have Pat Mahomes, yes. Oh. And I needed, and, and of course, this is Tuesday night before Wednesday, the talk right. of, oh, Brees says right. he feels good. He's going to come <sighs> back, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, no, because I just last night picked up Teddy Bridgewater in two leagues where I had Pat Mahomes and I needed a good streaming option for this week. That's so frustrating. So and that's and the, the story of my life. I think the thing that even makes it more irritating is not like, it's it's a major opponent. You know what I mean? Like it's not like the the Patriots are coming into town and they want to put their best right uh, product. It's Arizona. You might as well at home right before the bye. Teddy can get this W for you. You go into a bye that gives Drew two extra weeks. And I was to looking feel at the better. matchup. Ooh, okay, Teddy against yeah. Arizona. This is a good streaming option. <laughs> so frustrating. Now you know it's gonna have more fantasy points than Teddy Bridgewater, right? Taysom Hill. <laughs> Jason Hill's gonna have. <laughs> that sucks so bad. But luckily, I mean, there's still. I mean, there's some time for options. me to. Yeah, there's options out there. It's just the point that I wasted yeah. waiver. Well, and Teddy was gonna eat too. Teddy was gonna eat. If he played this week, it was gonna be another five touchdowns. And I remember there, asking, we talked about this as mm-hmm. we were looking at waivers, and I was like, do you think I should waste a waiver pick, or do you think I should wait and see who's available after waivers? And we kind of hemmed and hawed. Yeah. And you were like, mm, if I were you, I'd go for it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I, I, it was I, the I same league. Yeah. I did the same thing, but I got Stafford. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We discussed who was going to go after who after we looked at the waiver order. Well. And being the the amazing wife that I am, I said, you know what? I'm not going to steal your wait. I'm not going to steal your waiver pick for Stafford. You go ahead. You have him. I'll just take Teddy. Well, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. Because then it would have been me that was <laughs> picking up Teddy Bridgewater and not getting him. All right. So go on. So Drees. Uh, Drees. Oh, that's my new name for him, Dreezy. Uh, is coming back. He'll be playing this week. That's all. I just wanted to make it about me somehow. So. Um, other news that I that just hit. Matt Ryan has officially been ruled yep, out. Officially out. Um, so that means who's the quarterback? Oh, okay. I'm looking at news, and I should be looking at players. I don't Go remember ahead. who came into the game for him. Um, I got it. Okay, move on to the next news story. Um, there's not a lot of news. Trade deadline rumors that are looming around the league. Pay attention to these. A.J. Green, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Cam Newton, Robbie Anderson, and Josh Rosen are all floating around the trade atmosphere. Um, your your quarterback in Atlanta is going to be Matt Schaub. That's Shabby. Mm-hmm. So who's the quarterback in KC? Matt Moore. Oh, that's right. That's right. Matt Moore. I had my mats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had my mats crossed. Um, so if any of those guys end up with a new team, I genuinely believe that A.J. Green is just waiting to see if he gets traded before he decides, all right, I'm good enough to play. 
Um, it is a contract year for him. So trade deadline rumor is Tuesday, 4 p.m. I know I've mentioned it three times. Pay attention to where the pieces on your roster move, if they move at all. Um, if Robbie Anderson gets traded, look for Demarius Thomas to become the one in the Jets' offense. There are a lot of teams, the Raiders, uh, the 49ers still could use another wide receiver, even though they've got Emmanuel Sanders. There are several teams out there looking to bring in a wide receiver. So Green Bay they're talking about is a potential landing spot for Robbie Anderson. So we'll see. Um, actually, or for A.J. Green. If, ooh, if Aaron Rodgers gets A.J. Green, mm. that would be that would just be unfair. Um, quarterback, okay, we talked about that already. Quarterback Danny Etling was promoted from the Falcons practice squad, and that's right before I got the news that he's officially ruled out. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan is officially ruled out. Yeah. So, yeah. Pat Mahomes is out, as we already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to talk about streaming options. Let me look real quick about in the at the ownership percentages here. So, some options that are out there, people that are owned in under 60%. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill. Of Le- well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, Jacoby Brissett is still out there on waivers. In 50, he's owned in 56% of leagues. Uh, Sam Darnold is playing against Jacksonville this weekend. He's only owned in... This can't be right. It says he's owned in 15. Well, it can. He was out for a long time. Well, especially after his performance last week, I could see. I have I saw in some leagues he was dropped. Yeah. So yeah, people are so scared of. That's really it. You know, Kyle Allen's playing against the 49ers. Actually, I believe Tannehill actually has a good matchup this week. If I'm not mistaken, they're playing Tampa Bay. And we, I talked about him briefly in last episode. He threw for over 300 yards, made those receivers look relevant, and Tampa Bay gives it up through the air. So he could have a good day against the Bucks tomorrow. So if you're really, really digging for somebody, there are some guys out there that you, that you can go pick up. Um, last but not least, the Von Miller-Emmanuel Sanders beef. Have you heard anything about this? No. So... Because my phone is still messed up, I'm also not getting alerts. So uh, I have to actively go and try to find alerts. Gotcha. And you know how that is. So this goes back to uh, Emmanuel Sanders was expressing frustration because, you know, they have Joe Flacco at quarterback in Denver. And saying without saying it in a post-game interview, he was like, we know what the problem is here. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I did hear about this. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. Who did you say he's having beef with? Von Miller. Oh, no. I thought his beef was, was with, with Elway. But yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm telling the whole story now. Ah, okay. okay. So Elway had a problem with that, um, expressed his dislike with that. And Von Miller just came out the other day after the trade uh-huh. and was like, we're not worried about Emmanuel. We want people that want to be here, not people who are just here when we're up. We want people who are with us when we're down as well. Mm-hmm. So, That's what fans are for. Yeah. It's I'm like, here to make this money and be on a winning team. It's like, come on, bro. If I'm a wide receiver, you get to rush the passer. Nobody stops you from doing that. Nobody hinders your productivity. Right. Right? I can't get the ball. If Earn my contract incentives. Right. I can't do any of these things unless this dude is delivering me the strikes that I need. Right. That's frustrating as hell. It's also frustrating. I agree, even though I've never played football a day in my life. That we've talked about for years how cheap 
John Elway is. I don't think he has a problem evaluating talent. I just don't think he wants a $100 million quarterback. I and cannot so he, speak to his, his ability to pick quarterbacks. All I'm going to say is I would not have picked Joe Flacco. I, he wants guys on the cheap. That's who he goes after. Guys he thinks has enough talent to be coached up who aren't going to cost an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. That's who he goes and he seeks. He got it with Peyton Manning. Fine. Peyton Manning wanted to be in Denver. That worked out for the both of them. But since then... According to Mr. Tony, he said anybody could have picked up uh, Peyton Manning and and saw that he was going to be a good quarterback. Well, yeah. That doesn't speak to John Elway uh, being that's the fair. quarterback whisperer. That's fair. That's fair. Because now he has Joe Flacco. Yeah. And he had the... the uh, what's his name? That Just Brock Osweiler before that. There Brock was another quarterback in there, But they have Drew Locke, I believe, on staff. It's just... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really bad. Uh, last but not least, Josh Rosen news. So it's official. He is um, on IR. He will be waived as soon as he's healthy, and that's deemed in a week or two. So be looking at your waiver wire for people who drop Josh Gordon. Oh, you see. said Josh Rosen. I'm sorry, I meant Josh Gordon. That's why I was looking at you in my head trying to figure out who are we talking Josh about. Josh Gordon. Um, okay. I guarantee you there are people who dropped him as soon as he was placed on IR from the Patriots. So mm-hmm. he's going to be available on waiver wires. And in two weeks' time, who knows what team he'll he's going to be on a brand new offense somewhere. And Maybe he's he'll be have, catching balls in Denver. Could be. Oh, they need somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they're in the market. Yeah. Right. I saw a couple things about the Lions and I think the, the Lions in Tennessee look like they might be interested in Kenyon Drake. Okay. Uh, from Miami. I could see that. I could um, see that, especially since Carrion was just placed on mm-hmm, IR. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's actually interesting. Um, Let me make sure it wasn't, wasn't Houston. It may have been Houston. Because Tennessee has uh, Derrick Henry, and they have Deion Lewis as well. Deion Lewis is really not usable, so they may look for him to take over that role if it was Tennessee. Um, but I actually think... Sorry, as I'm looking for that news, I see Noah Fant cut his foot cutting the tape off after yeah. practice and did not. He should be fine. Who cares? I'm I'm not playing Noah Fant. That dude. Okay, one of the fantasy football just on the Noah Fant train now. He thinks this is going to be the week for him. He must have been listening to the show. I'm off of it. I just can't. Um, so that's interesting. And again, that goes back to paying attention to what happens at the trade deadline, seeing if any of these dudes that get moved have stock. Um, that's all I got for, for news. All right, let's run down this injury minute. All right, so we've got... Actually, no, it's Saturday, so we're doing hurt, or hurt, hurt. David Johnson with an ankle is questionable. I would steer clear of him. I don't think he's going to play, so Chase Edmonds all day. Christian Kirk with an ankle is a game-time decision. Matt Ryan, we already talked about him, is out. Uh, Ido Smith with a concussion, did not practice all week. I doubt he plays. A.J. Green, we already know he's out. He did position drills on Friday, um, and they're saying he's one to two weeks away. Devontae Adams with a toe is doubtful. He's not going to play. Paris Campbell with an abdomen injury is questionable. Jack Doyle groin is questionable. D.D. Westbrook with a neck and shoulder injury is questionable. Uh, Pat Mahomes, we already know, is out. Sammy Watkins is in. He is back. Malcolm Brown with an ankle injury has been ruled out. Keenan Allen with a hamstring. Coach came out today and said that if he plays, 
he will be on limited snaps. All right, so that means I'm looking for somebody else. I will not play Keenan Allen. Yeah, no, I'm looking for um, uh, Brandon Cooks. I'm Mm -hmm. looking for um, Cup. Cooper Cup, yep. Uh, Uh, Just confirmed, yes, it is Tennessee. Okay. Detroit and Tennessee. That's interesting. Also saw some Antonio Brown news that made me roll my eyes. I saw you roll your eyes. What is it? Just that he's in a standoff over his playing status with the league. Oh, yeah. Go to school. This is a, aren't you? You're not worried about school if you're doing all of this. They won't be back. Also, be back. interesting, Rob uh, Gronkowski says, hmm, I'll be open to coming back. He sees the Patriots about to win another championship. <laughs> the Patriots will cut every single tight end that they have. To get Rob now, back. Now, does Rob want to go back to New England? Does not say. Just says he'd be interested in, interested in coming back See, to the league. That's the question. Because a lot of people that leave New England are like, it's not fun there, but we win all the time. Right? The environment is such that we have to adhere to this very specific What's set of rules. What's the definition of fun for what a football player would say? Like... Like it's in New England, it's all work and no play. That's what it seems like. Like the coaches mean. Even when it, whatever you do outside of there has to be like indicative of this policy, conduct policy. The culture. Yeah, you the can't culture, be the organizational yeah. culture. So, it, but they win. You know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, I want to go there to get a championship, but I don't want to spend the next 10, 15 years there. Would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or. An average player on a team that wins all the time. Mm. For like the duration of my career? Mm. An average player on a team that wins all the time. So Winning is extremely important. Is it? Yeah. To me. Okay. To me it is. I you know, you play that's why you play. All these guys went to the league. Part of it, of course, was money motivated. But other than that, it's like now that I'm here, I want to win championships. I losing sucks, and when you're going in losing every single week, it can ruin the environment in the locker room. It just ruins everything. So that's not fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. You, when you put it that way, I could tot- I totally get that. Um. Justin Jackson calf questionable. Burkhead foot questionable. Edelman chest questionable. Izzo and Lacoste have been ruled. Out. So you're looking at Ben Watson ben again. Ben Watson. Jared Cook with an ankle has been ruled out tomorrow. Alvin Kamara with an ankle and knee injury is questionable. Sterling Shepard concussion so even, is out. Huh? I think that's a big one because even if he does play, I would be very cautious on thinking that he's going to get me. Yeah, I actually uh, think standard um, Alvin Kamara points. Latavius Murray uh, against the Cardinals tomorrow definitely has. Did some he practice? Stop. Latavius Murray. Yeah. He, he well, was, he was he was questionable at the beginning of the not questionable, oh, but yeah, he no. he was kind of limited practice at the beginning of the he, week. If I remember, he's fine. He's gonna play. All right. Uh, Sterling Shepard out with his concussion. Chris Hernan with his hamstring has been ruled out. Guy still hasn't played. Tyrell Williams is questionable for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs is also questionable. Damn, who's gonna play for us? This <laughs> I don't know. Hence the reason they're looking for a receiver. I know. Darren Sproles out. Deshaun Jackson out. Jalen Samuels knee questionable. Marquise Goodwin personal issues is questionable. Ooh, what does that mean? I have let's, no idea. Let's look at the blogs. Um, OJ Howard it has been ruled out with a hamstring injury, so play Cameron Brait and Delaney Walker. Ankle has also been ruled out. So here's a name. Jonu Smith. Mm, yeah. The tight end for Jacksonville. I actually like him this week. I'm actually starting him in a league this week. 
Um, and their kicker is back from IR. I don't know if he's going to play this week, so you might want to look at that. But Ryan Suckup is a pretty, sol- pretty solid kicker option, and he's returned from IR. You said Marquis Goodwin, all right? Yeah, for the 49ers. All right, let's get started ranking these games while I be nosy and try to stalk the blogs to see if I can find out what's going on with Marquise Goodwin. Not that it matters for you or your fantasy, because pretty much you're probably going to play Emmanuel Sanders anyway. Yep. Um, Arizona in New Orleans, 48 point over under. The Cardinals are coming into their own, but the New Orleans defense shuts teams down when they are playing at home. It all comes down to how how um, Kyler Murray is going to respond. To the, that's one of the loudest crowds in in the NFL, and he hasn't heard the likes of a crowd like that quite yet. Um, so we'll see how he responds. That said, um, New Orleans definitely can be beat in the air, so I like Fitzgerald in this game, Kirk if he plays, um, and they really have no pass rush. So Kyler Murray is going to have a decent opportunity to – be a little bit comfortable in the pocket tomorrow. Um, either quarterback that plays for which we now know is Breeze is going to be an, an amazing matchup against Arizona. Now, because of the matchup, I would still play Drew Breeze tomorrow. Okay. Just because it's against Arizona. If it were against a better defense or a better pass rush, then I might stay away from them. But the Cardinals are terrible. Uh, <laughs> so play the tight end. Play the well, and Cook's out. So. Who's their backup? Let's see. see who their backup tight end is. I feel like we look at this every single week. Um, Kamara and Murray, Michael Thomas, Breeze, and whoever the tight end is for New Orleans. I actually like them, again, mainly because of the matchup. Um, on Arizona's side of the ball, I like Kyla Murray in this one just because of how poor New Orleans is against the pass. Um, I like Fitzgerald and Edmonds, of course. I don't think David Johnson is going to play. Um, even if he does, don't make the same mistake you made last mm-hmm, week mm-hmm. where he's out there for five snaps and then is on the sideline for the rest of the game. Oh, Josh Hill is their tight end. Okay. So, you yeah, know, for New Orleans. you play your tight end against Arizona. That's the rule, right? And it hasn't been proven wrong yet. Um, Christian Kirk, I do not like next uh, tomorrow either. And I think New Orleans is easily going to win this game. I took the over on the bet, so... Mm. I need some stuff to happen. What's the over-under? 48. Oof. I think that New Orleans could do it, but I don't know if... um, uh, Oh, this is... If Arizona could put up 20. Yeah, if Kyler Murray can hold up his end of the deal. If he can put up 20, I think they'll be fine. Mm. Um, Jets in Jacksonville, 41.5 point over-under... Um, I actually think this is going to be a very interesting game, and I think a lot of it rides on how Minshew is going to respond to the fact that Nick Foles is breathing down his neck and is coming back in two weeks. Is he going to go out there and ball and try to keep this job, or is he going to crack under the pressure and fold to the New York Jets defense? Now, the defense is actually pretty good. We saw them play the Patriots last week. They were tired because of all the interceptions that Sam Darnold was throwing and they were on the field so much. But they actually played okay statistically. And this is a much easier matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, excuse me. Uh, Fournette should play well in this game, but ultimately I expect the Jets to bounce back after that embarrassing loss to the Patriots. Look for Robbie Anderson and uh, Le'Veon Bell to both have big days in this one. So I definitely like both of them. I like Sam Darnold. 
Um, I'm kind of on the fence with Demarius Thomas, mm-hmm. and and we know Chris Herndon is out now, so don't even worry about him. On Jacksonville side of the ball, I like Gardner Minshew, DJ Chark, Leonard Fournette, and I'm worried about D.D. Westbrook's health. So Nick Foles is not coming back then, because earlier we kind of earlier this week we saw kind of no, talks he's about not him going back to practice. He's back at practice, but he's not eligible to play yeah. from IR okay. for two weeks. Okay. Um, I actually think the Jets are going to win this one. They have Jacksonville favored, but I think the Jets are going to pull this one off. Um, Carolina-San Francisco. This is a test. This is a big test for the 49ers. So you you think that this is a test for the 49ers even though they don't have Cam? Even though Carolina does not have Cam Newton? Yeah. What does the defense look like for Carolina? Um, Both of these defense are overall ranked in the top five. Okay. But Carolina does have a hole in their defense, and that's against the pass. So this is going to be a huge test for Jimmy Garoppolo. I was going to say, you, you usually don't like him throwing the ball. They're not going to be able to. <laughs> their defense is going to do what they need to do, but they're not going to be able to rely on their run game the way that they've been able to these last few weeks. Okay. So um, so should I be cautious when I look at playing some of my running backs for San Francisco? I would. I would. Their ninth, uh, Carolina is ranked ninth against the run. Um but I still think – I think Coleman, uh, Tevin Coleman has some stock. Okay. But I would just taper expectations. They're going to have to throw the ball if they want a chance in this game. I think it's a perfect time for them to have Emmanuel Sanders. We're going to see okay. what they really got. Okay. Um, now, granted, they've only been together for a week, so the rapport may not be 100% there. But from what I'm hearing, he's going to get a lot of snaps. Well, with Marquise Goodwin, all I keep saying, it's a personal issue, not interrelated for why he hasn't been at practice since Thursday. Mm-hmm. I have my speculations based off some stalking and some news articles, but it's actually very sad, so I'm not going to bring it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's not funny, so. On, on it would be in bad taste I got for me to speculate when I have no clue. Okay. Um, on San Francisco's side of the ball, I only like Emmanuel Sanders in this game. Mm. And on Carolina's side of the ball, I only like Christian McCaffrey. Everybody else on these rosters makes me nervous. All right. I'm just going through my rosters in my head and thinking, okay, Greg Olson, no. Curtis Samuel. No. Dante Pettis, I've already dropped. Yeah, I, Debo Samuel, oh, yeah. I, I just don't know. Uh, Matt Burita, all those cats. Okay. So um, I, I I can't go against the undefeated team, mm-hmm. so I still say that I think San Francisco is going to win the game, but it should be a tight one. 41.5 point over under, I think it'll be the under in this game. Oh. Yeah, they're not going to score a lot of points. Okay. 13-17. All right, who do we have up next? Cleveland and New England? Cleveland against New England. I just, uh, I literally wrote, geez. <laughs> what can I say about this one? The Patriots are now officially first in every st- defensive statistical category there is. Okay, so I'm not playing Nick Chubb. I'm not playing. Chubb is the only person that I would play <sighs> just because he's Nick Chubb. On he can team. beat you on the ground. He can beat you in the yeah, air. He hasn't been really – he's been producing, as far as I'm concerned, like a, a flex option. Well, they haven't been running the ball because they've been coming from behind. Mm-hmm. And Baker Mayfield and that's what I think they're going to be doing is in getting this game sacked too. a lot. But I think he's going to have to check down to Ricky Seals-Jones and to Nick Chubb to stay upright in this game. There's not going to be time for any routes to develop whatsoever. The Patriots are going to be down his throat. 
So okay, I spoke too soon. Actually, Nick Chubb. I know Nick Chubb's been fine. (laughs) I know he's been fine. So um, he's the only one I like. Everybody else on Cleveland, I would stay away. I feel bad for Baker Mayfield in this one. Um, On New England side of the ball, really, you're starting everybody. Uh, Cleveland is 13th against the pass, but I think that defense, like the Jets. Is going to be on the field so much mm-hmm. that they're just going to run out of gas by the second half. And okay. so, um, Dorsett, Sanu, Edelman, uh, I wrote Watson. Oh, Ben Watson, Sony Michelle, James White, Tom Brady. <laughs> everybody. Just they're everybody. Up. Just, just put them out there. And I would start the Patriots D as well. What's the over-under? Over under on that one, I believe it's another. Oh, well, that one's 47. So they do expect Cleveland to score some points. Okay. Um, it's going to be tough, though. All right. Next on our list of games is Oakland v. Houston. Go, Oakland! So I'm going to give the, the Raiders a little bit of credit here. I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think. Also, we're shaking off those, those heebie-jeebies that we got from getting completely just smashed by Green Bay. I know. Aaron Rodgers had an amazing, I know. He just he just decided. It, we might as well have not even been on the field. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If they hadn't played Green Bay last week, it would have happened to them this week. If it like if this was the first major like Deshaun Watson coming out in that environment, he would have done the exact same thing. So they're going to trying to they're gonna like correct. say Houston is going to no, beat up on Oakland? What I'm saying is now that it's happened to them, there's no way John Gruden is going to walk into another <laughs> game with his secondary ill-prepared like they were <laughs> last week. We're not going to see that same type of performance out of Deshaun Watson. So um, uh, neither team has a very good defense, but Oakland happens to rank worse against the run. Okay. Um, they're dead last against the pass, but Houston is 31st against the pass. Okay, so right? you're not that much better. Exactly. Now, Oakland is 21st against the run, where Houston is 10th against the run. So, Oakland is going to have to throw the ball. I expect them to be using Josh Jacobs in the passing game a little bit more than normal if he plays. in this game. I actually like Derek Carr, um, okay. and I actually like the backup tight end. Foster Moreau in this game more than I like Darren Waller. Why and why is that? Because I need Darren Waller. I, I think Houston is they're ninth against the tight end, but that's the tight end they're going to focus on. Okay, right. So there's going to be a lot of blocks to receiving options for Foster Moreau, mm-hmm. um, and Derek Carr is going to have to utilize that. Now neither team has a very good pass rush, so there's going to be an opportunity for routes to develop here. Um, so, I, you know, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of throwing the ball around the field in this one, and I think the Raiders can keep it close. Okay. Um, both teams are coming off tough losses, Houston to Indianapolis, and as we talked about, Oakland to Green Bay. So I think they're going to be looking for some give back against each other. Um, on Houston's side of the ball, I like Watson Hopkins. Uh, Kenny Stills <laughs> I really like in this one. And I actually think both running backs, Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, will have some stock. Okay. Um, Duke in the passing game, of course. And I already said on the Raiders side, Jacobs, Carr, Moreau, and I'm a little worried about Waller. Um, I'm I'm picking the home team to win. I'm picking Houston to win the game, but I think it's going to be tight. Um, Next on our list, speaking of the devil, Green Bay and Kansas City. (laughs) Green Bay's D. De- I mean, Kansas City's defense is already suspect. 
Okay, so basically they're going to do to Kansas City what they did to Oakland last week. Maybe not to the same capacity, (laughs) but they're definitely going to try. Now, Kansas City surprisingly has bumped up there in in uh, in their rankings against the pass. They're ninth, but they've dropped down to 25th against the run. So I like Aaron Jones and um, Jamal Williams in this game a lot. Of course, I'm playing Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy Graham, I'm playing as well. And I'm worried about MVS and Geronimo Allison. Okay. Um, On Kansas City side of the ball, I think their offense is still going to be able to move the ball. Uh, Andy Reid is solid. He can make any quarterback into a Hall of Famer. So So I think Matt Moore is actually going to have a decent game in this. Now, I wouldn't start him. But um, I think unless he's, you picked up Teddy Bridgewater. Well, yeah, that was, <laughs> I, I still don't think I'd pick him up. I'd, I'd play Tannehill before I played more in this game. Would you play Fitzpatrick before you played Tannehill? It depends. On, Miami has Pittsburgh on Monday night. In Pittsburgh? No. Okay. No. Um, so Kansas on Kansas City side of the ball, I like LaShawn McCoy in this one, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Uh, I do not like Sammy Watkins or Mecole Hardman. And I'm going to say that Green Bay is going to march into Kansas City and win the game. So speaking of Ryan Tannehill and Miami playing Pittsburgh all Monday night. This game's going to suck. <laughs> it is. Like, I, I don't even know. When they were making the Monday night football schedule, if they thought this was going to be a good matchup. Hmm. Like, if you think about because it, it was going to be... Miami, for the last two seasons, has not proved to be a, a formidable foe. No, so. not at all. Not even close. It was going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen mm-hmm. against Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner. This was never going to be a good... I don't even understand. Maybe it was just like they had a hole in the schedule. It was like, well... This is the only person that fits. These are the two teams we got left, so we can't give the Patriots another Monday night game. <laughs> it's it's going to be bad. Uh, mainly because I, Pittsburgh's offense isn't great without... Ryan, it wasn't great with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it's worse without Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> um I, the only thing that's keeping them upright is that they have a notable defense. Um, and so Miami is going to have a hard time moving the ball downfield. Now, uh, in the last couple of weeks, when I looked at the course of the six games, mm-hmm. they have scored more points in every single game. Okay. Every so they're, single They're week. improving. So they're improving. Um, I don't they're think. They're going to get the most improved award uh, at the end of the season. Sure. It's, <laughs> <laughs> if you go from zero wins to one, I guess. That's, <laughs> They're doubling up. Um, Pittsburgh is kind of middle of the road against the pass. So I actually like Devontae Parker in this game, but I actually like Devontae Parker in any game just because he's kind of the only guy. The running game hasn't been doing anything all, all year. Kenyon Drake has just been kind of out there. And, and if they if they do end up trading away Kenyon Drake, then he's really going to be yeah. their only option. And again, they're always playing from behind. Yeah. So, they you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick will sling it. He'll air it out. He doesn't care how many interceptions he throws. He'll air it out for 60 minutes and just sees what happens. Maybe they can pick up Antonio Brown. Oh, gee, I don't know if he'd go play there. He doesn't have many choices at this yeah, point. Yes, that's fair. 
Um, I'd sit everybody else from Miami. I, I wouldn't play anybody else. On Pittsburgh's side of the ball, um, <clears throat> what did I say? Oh, I, I said if Juju Smith-Schuster can't get it going in this game, then you might as well go ahead and put him swear, on the bench for the rest of the season. Swear until you just said his name just now, I forgot he played football. Listen, it, it just is what it is. This is the perfect matchup. They're 31st against opposing quarterbacks, which means Pittsburgh's going to have the opportunity in the pocket to just hang out. They're 20th against the pass, 29th against the run. So Connor should have a good game. And this should be an opportunity for Juju to actually get downfield and get through his route tree and for the quarterback to have time to get him the ball. If he can't play well in this game, I think he's done for fantasy production this year. And I'd cut him. Yes, I would cut Juju Smith-Schuster. If he doesn't give me at least 16 fantasy points, I'm out of the Juju Smith-Schuster business. Um... And I don't think any, there's anybody else on that roster that really has any stock. I don't like Vance McDonald in this game. Uh, I play Pittsburgh's D against Miami, of course. But other than that, just Connor and Juju. And Pittsburgh should win this game, no problem. ADP for Juju, 2.04. Second round. Second round. They expected a big year with Antonio Brown gone. He was going to come up and play that role. Now, we talked about that in week one. Uh-huh. Is he going to be able to be the one? In an offense that used to rely on, okay, they're going to focus most of their attention on Antonio Brown. Now I have the opportunity to just be in single coverage and getting all these catches and looking great. Now you're the focal point of the offense. And even when Ben was there those first couple weeks, he looked bad. Um, I'm going to say, if I remember correctly, I thought that I would never pick up Juju as high as some people would pick him up. You did say that. And it, it's it's – Proving to be a good decision That's for me. Target okay. share. Like, what's most likely to happen if you're going to throw the ball to a dude and he's going to get 100 catches throughout the season? That's likely he's going to pop some. But he looks is he getting 100 catches? Not is, now. He getting EV, is he even getting 100 targets? It's bad. It's bad. I mean, and you can say, oh, well, it's because Ben's not there and Mason Rudolph and blah, blah, blah. I don't think it is either. Because he didn't look amazing before Ben went out. It's, so. He's a two. That's the problem. He you know what? Have, know your role. Yeah, Stay in he your doesn't lane. have a one there to take all the to take all the attention off of him, and there you have it. All right, so hopefully that'll help you guys set your lineups for tomorrow before the game start. Uh, we are going to try something different next week. We've been going through the game previews, going over players, giving you. Um, uh, over-unders, who we think is going to win. And I think we're going to try something a little bit different next week mm-hmm. as we go through what uh, what fantasy players you might be looking to play. Yeah. We hope it'll help streamline the show and also kind of more direct it towards fantasy right. advice right. and not overall football analysis. Right. You will still get me giving my wrong opinion all the time. <laughs> But hopefully it'll make it a faster listen for you guys so you guys can have the information you need before you set your lineup. Also, uh, if you like to hear Tony and I argue with each other, discuss, laugh, make jokes, you can always listen to our other podcast, Mm -hmm. which has just been released for its second season, Pillow Talk. 
I will warn you, it is totally inappropriate in every sense of the word. So, And if you do look for it, it's Pillow Talk with Tamara and Tony. So it won't come up just under Pillow Talk. You'll get 5,000 other things. Also, you'll get something some weird stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So Pillow Talk with Tamara and Tony and you'll find us. And Tony is spelled like Tone because he wanted to be different. So I was No, I totally get it. I totally words. get it. I just, you know, for the audience. Whatever. I'm letting them know. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we will see you guys. Well, we won't see you. We'll talk to you guys on Monday with our uh, Sunday wrap-up or recap and then talk about waivers going into week eight. And with that, may the odds be forever Ever in, in your, your favor. favor.